0: Hey, everybody. It's Natalie Gold with The Gold Standard, and I'm here with a dear friend, Ashley Gravano. Hey, Ashley. Hey, how are you? I'm great. I'm loving your fiery red shirt today and bringing up the energy. (laughs) Yeah, you need that. Literally in the house. (laughs) Right,
1: right. 100% in the house. I figured I would get nice and bright. You know, It's Friday Eve, so might
0: as well mix things up a bit. Why not? So I want to tell you all about this amazing woman, Ashley Gravano brings over two decades of success and experience in the title and settlement industry, devising and executing strategies while leading team efforts that have produced conclusive results, valuable business partnerships, and solid growth avenues for real estate products and services. With this experience, she joined Mortgage Cadence in 2019 as the VP of Product Solutions, bringing Mortgage Cadence's products to market. Just recently, she was promoted to VP of Communications and Business Development and Mortgage Cadence and will focus on expanding the Mortgage Cadence brand through both existing and new industry channels. Gravano serves as an influencer and is well-known throughout the mortgage industry for her online presence. Hello, hello, hello,
1: Ashley. (laughs) Hey, girl. So much has changed in the last couple of
0: years so much has changed it's we uh met on a photo shoot we did and from there immediately hit it off Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we wake up it's three years later there's a pandemic both of our lives are very different Yeah. To say the least, like we
1: walk from our bedroom to our office (laughs) instead of walking down, you know, Fifth Avenue in Manhattan going for
0: cocktails in between meetings. It certainly has changed a whole lot. Although I I think my legs and my feet especially are thanking me for the seven inch heels that are now in the closet. (laughs) Right. Right. I know. I, I, I actually
1: started running again not long ago and I said, man, I don't think I've worn sneakers or shoes in six months. <laughs> so it was, uh, interesting. My feet were like, what is, what is this? And they're not slippers. So I am all about
0: the barefoot movement. So yes, let's join that.
1: Could you imagine walking through Manhattan? though bare feet. I mean, come on. I, I think mean, I've done it once or twice. Cause you know, after you, 12 hours of meetings, sometimes you might have to.
0: Right. I was going to say when you're like, or 20 and you know, you make some too many, too many drinking issues, and you're just like, it's 3 a.m. in Long Island uh, at yeah. the Long Island Railroad. I mean, we don't really talk about those times, right? And <laughs> right. we see that that happens. And yeah. I think the drunkenness of those girls ends up actually saving their feet. But <laughs> to walk barefoot in Manhattan, I yeah. think is a good idea. Yeah, to be. Um...
1: 20 and not really care anymore, right? I mean, I'm in my my 40s this year. I passed that 40 mark into 41 and you care a lot more about a lot of things, you know, like my foot support (laughs) as opposed (laughs) to how cute my shoes are. So (laughs) anyway, I'm aging myself here, but yeah,
0: not at all. And actually, look, you know, what's amazing about you is you have such confidence in who you are and what you do. And tell us what that's been like bringing this mortgage technology company to the masses.
1: Yeah. I got to tell you. So I was in the title industry for most of my career. I was, you know, pushing title insurance to attorneys and realtors and loan officers. And I had a dear friend reach out and say, Hey, are you looking for some change? Uh, you know, you're out and about all the time. And sometimes you're in three States in one day, you know, what do you think? And I, I got to tell you, I was like super nervous because this is all I've known. I mean, I've been uh, in that field at that time. It was close to 19 years. Um, I fell in it at at 19, and um, you know, I was nervous. But it it took me a bit. It was like a real hard learning curve. The technology compared to. You know, obviously, selling title insurance is very different, but um, it's just all relationships, right? I mean, it's about building relationships, um, caring about your customers, caring about um, prospects—not just your existing customers—and providing a solution as opposed to selling a product. So, as long as you're confident in the in the product and the company, and you have faith that um, you can best service people, then it should just kind of like shine through, right? I mean, if you're coming across as nervous and, um, pushing a product or pushing a service, then people will feel that. So you just kind of have to walk around, like, you know, I'm here just to help. I'm not here to sell and it will just kind of fall into place
0: for me anyway. (laughs) Always. (laughs) And you take the the route of education of let Mm -hmm. me serve you. How can I best put put your business, put your life, put what you're doing as my priority. And it's a natural thing from there. Yeah.
1: Because I, and I've actually said this and my boss will eventually hear this, I'm sure, but I've actually said to some customers, you know, this just isn't a fit for you. And they appreciate that. And I said, when it is a fit for you, come back, you know, when we can help you come back because I, I never want to be that person or have my company represent something that's, you know, false or, or untrue that kind of forces their hand to, to make a move, you know, with the mortgage industry, it's re- you really can't afford to make big moves and then have to, the change management and shift back. So um, it's important just to, to focus on what works for them. And hope that it's a fit. If it's not a fit, then, you know, honesty, as corny as it sounds, honesty is the best policy here. So if it's not a fit for you or for them, then you have to gracefully say, come back to me when you're ready.
0: It's really funny. I don't take on many clients. Many people call me and they say, you know, look, I really, you don't need me right here. Like you can do this or this or this, and you should save your money. Yeah, 100% really appreciate that. Cause it's, it's quite rare today that someone says, save your money. Don't write. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. Because it's, it's certainly
1: a dog eat dog world for a lot of us. Right. I mean, what we were either hunters or we're gatherers. And, and if you're turning away business, you're afraid, but I remember in my title insurance days that I would actually tell Some attorneys or some realtors listen, we just can't work together. As much as I like you as a person, as a friend, you know, either our vibe doesn't work or the energy doesn't work. And that sounds crazy because some people like who cares about energy? It's sales. Um, But for me, it's not sales, it's solutions and it's relationships. So I'd rather not. You know, affect a relationship that could last long term because a lot of my clients from you know back in the early 2000s are good friends, they know my kids, they know my family. Um, We talk on the weekends, so the last thing I want to do is say, Hey, buy this product, buy, 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 or let us provide you with the service, and then them say, Wow, this girl's really doesn't have our best interests at heart. So it's all about the relationships, and like you said, serving um, serving customers and serving in, you know, the sense of like, it's best for everyone, not just yourself.
0: 100%. So tell us a little bit about mortgage cadence and what they're up to. Yeah. So
1: I joined mortgage cadence last March, um, not March pandemic March, but the previous March. Um, so we're mortgage technology, which again, still in the same space as the title insurance, um, just dealing with different folks. So we provide lenders um, with technology to originate loans. So everything from point of sale where a borrower is going on and logging in to provide um, their information to get a loan approved all the way down to the closing and title piece. So that's kind of where I already knew the process. You know, we've got technology to help attorneys and title companies um, safely and securely. And you being an attorney know that the safe and secure is so important, Um, providing them closing docs and things like that for settlement. So. Uh, mortgage tech, it's great um you know it's so busy right now with the rates being as low as they are and you know i think there's been some quotes floating around that it hasn't been this busy since 2003 and um you know we're on keeping it on our toes i feel like since the pandemic though we're working more um because you're so close to your computer like we were saying a few minutes oh, ago that cute. you're just right yeah yeah exactly so
0: no commute do you think yeah that's that's a definite plus and Ashley, do you think that right now it's the best time for a first-time home buyer or someone who's looking to refinance to be doing their mortgage?
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends on a few things, right? I mean, I'm not a loan officer, but I certainly have the knowledge from being in the industry so long. So if you're, you know, in my opinion, in a short term, you know, you're looking to move within a year, maybe not because costs and things like that associated with refinancing. But if you're, you know, at a higher rate, um, if you're planning on staying a while, um, you know, reach out to a loan officer, reach out to someone, you know, in the industry who can recommend somebody good, but their rates have never been this low. Um, and lenders are trying to keep up, you know, pick up new technology to, to help with the volume because they're, some of them could be working on older systems or not using a lot of the tech that w- that is now needed because we're all in this pandemic. So things like e-closing um, where they're having to not see borrowers in person. So there's certain states that are passing those laws. Um, but it's definitely, for me anyway, it's like, wow, I, sh- I really have to look at my interest rate and see kind of where it is. And my, I've always been taught by my clients over the years, if you're saving a point, that was kind of like, the, like, okay, if you're 4.2% and right now the rates are 3.2%, you should probably refinance. So that kind of sticks in my head, but that's not obviously um, a fit for everyone. But uh, it really depends on how long you're staying put in the house and, and where your rates are today.
0: And Ashley, for you to be at a, a tech company that happens to do mortgages, and beyond the speaking circuit, at least before the pandemic, how do you find the voice to go out into the world and present your company? You know, it's technology. It's Zoom.
1: Uh, it's Microsoft Teams. It's virtual webinars. Um, it's been really hard for myself and and everyone else that's used to being a road warrior, right? I mean, I've been a road warrior. I'd say for the last nine years. Um, before I was in the back end of the office, you know, going out meeting people, going to conferences. I mean, last year there was 10 days I was in Austin, just conference, 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 right? So it's tough not being in person. Also, if you're a relationship person or a hugger like me, this pandemic has been bad for me because I'm I'm a hugger. Like, I'm I'm an old school Italian. I want to hug you. And, you know, like I said, a lot of my clients become friends or family. So, you know, we're relying on technology, FaceTime, Zoom, text. Um, I got to tell you, though, a lot of us are kind of getting that Zoom fatigue where we're like, oh no, another Zoom happy hour. But that's really how we've been staying in touch. Um, But you have to be mindful, too, if your clients are overwhelmed with volume in their real world of producing loans and things like that, you have to be mindful of their time too. So it's been a challenge balancing the communication piece so that you're staying top of mind, but also, you know, connecting so that you're, you know, making sure that they need everything, they have everything they need. So it's been a little tough, but we've just been relying on, you know, webinars and email check-ins, text messages, funny memes. Thank God for like gif or gifs, with however you say it on your cell phone, sometimes
0: I'll just like text like a, Hey, <laughs> so don't so need it. You know, just a little lightening of the mood. And Ashley, mm-hmm. if you could predict five years, 10 years down the road, what is your day-to-day like and what amazing things are you working on in the world?
1: My day-to-day five years from now, you know, um, gosh, some days I'm like, I don't, I want, I don't want to be pounding pavement anymore and, and working, but I don't think I could ever get away from that because I just love my customers and and being out with people. So um I'd love to grow in this company and and kind of run a team of of reps kind of in my vibe, right, if that makes any sense, that have that same energy and have that same sense of serving their clients and not just pushing a product. Um, So I'd love to be out and about, um, but still, uh, you know, possibly in a a higher leadership role. We'll see, though, because I, you know, I don't know if I could go back to that. Back where I was before here, I was running a team, and I felt disconnected from my clients, where I was like, wow, I'm just, a voice through my team players that worked for me. And it just didn't kind of, I don't know. I I guess it depends on the day.
0: (laughs) I think you really hit on a great point, which is a lot of people who are amazing at at the person-to-person interaction in sales get rewarded by a management position, but then they're really not doing the thing that they're great at. Yeah, you hate it. You want to paint because you're behind a desk and you're managing
1: reports and you're managing complaints and you're managing time cards. And um, I've done that a couple of times and it's, you know, it's rewarding great because I love coaching, right? I love, but I would love to still do what I'm doing and coach. So I would love a player coach kind of role. And that's something one of my old bosses told me gosh, I guess like eight, eight or nine years ago, he's like, you know, you're best in a player coach. Like you can, you can still go out there, but then you're still coaching the folks that are new. And, um, so yeah, I think that,
0: that, I just kind of answered sounds the, like question. the captain. Yeah. yeah right? Exactly. Like you're on the field, you're doing the stuff and you just happen to be really great at it. So you're inspiring yeah. your other players to level up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to do that and I'd love to have a bigger presence with, you know, cuz I know the, the podcasting's huge right now, right? All of a sudden because we're all locked up, a lot of folks are doing video blogs and video podcasts. I mean, I've been doing my Facebook Live and my LinkedIn videos for gosh, 6 years now at this point. But now it's become, you know, everyone's doing it. So I'd like to kind of level up my game on that, you know, get a little bit more fun and artsy, have some words at the bottom of the screen besides just using my iPhone, but um yeah.
0: Just so you know, it's a super easy thing, and I'm gonna give them a little nod. Subtitle, Z U B T I T L E. Okay. Forty five bucks for the month, and they will transcribe on the on the video immediately. That's great. That's great.
1: Yeah, it's um, if I if you would asked me, you know, twenty years ago where I was gonna be at forty one, I certainly wouldn't have said I would still be in the mortgage industry. I started you know, at 19 and in the mailroom for a mortgage company, never would have thought I'd still be here, but it's kind of the industry that sucks you in and you become a family with people. And I'm still really good friends with people. I was working with at 20 and, um, I can't imagine doing anything else, whether I'm on the tech side or, you know, the mortgage side itself. Um, it's certainly, it certainly taught me a lot and I've had some awesome mentors and that is important. So I'd love to be able to do more of that too. Um, you know, getting some younger
0: folks in the industry and, um, you know, kind of moving them along like I moved along. What would be, you know, for someone who's starting out and for someone who's looking perhaps for a new direction because COVID might've closed their business or Mm -hmm. added that their boss shut down and the employees, Mm -hmm. you know, don't have another opportunity yet. What would be your greatest lesson or advice you could give to them? Um, I would say not to be afraid to take
1: a job that you wouldn't want to get started, to get your feet in, right? Um, When I started at at this place in in 98, I mean, the only job opening was the mailroom. I'm like, wow, I'm working in the mailroom. But now I'm, you know, vice president over product solutions. So um, don't be afraid to take a smaller job. You know Gary Vee talks about don't be afraid to be an intern. If you hate your job or you're you found yourself furloughed or laid off and you want to try something new, regardless what's there, just take it and work hard, focus, you know, and work your way through. Um, and if you get in there and you don't like it, don't stay. Don't oh, stay.
0: Oh, we're both very big Gary Vee fans, and the fact is that you know. First of all, you, what you're doing to yourself and being in a place that you don't like is toxic and Mm -hmm. the energy is palpable. Like if you don't want to be at a place, remember your boss is paying you to be there.
1: Exactly.
0: So you're taking monies that could be someone else's dream job. Right. And, and, you know, a, a toxic team player does not make the team better. No, it makes it
1: worse. It's kind of like a cancer that spreads to the team, right? I mean, I know that you may need the job, but there's other jobs that you can get. Um, and and really focus on where you want to be. Don't just think like this job is beneath me or I'm just doing it for the paycheck. Um, if you want to grow in a business, whatever the the business channel may be or whatever industry it is, give, your, give it 100%. But if you hate it, get out as quickly as you can because you just don't want to waste time. I mean, we all have one life, right? And it sounds sounds corny too. But to talk about, you know, you've got one life, live your best life, kind of, you know, navigate through challenging times. I mean, I was in the mortgage industry in 2008 when I was running a sales team and then they dissolved the position because of the market and I was stuck in operations and I hated it. Hated because I'm not a behind the scenes reporting person, but I knew that, okay, if I just kept working through it, I would get back where I needed to be. A couple years later, I was back where I needed to be in front of clients and, and, um, doing what I love. So if that's where you want to be focus on, focus on the long-term, don't think of the short-term, you know, pain points. I'd say.
0: That's amazing, Ashley. And, you know, you've given us such great actionable advice, and I think it's, it's really going to be helpful to anyone watching this. About don't stay in stuff that sucks. Have a big yeah. picture and vision in mind.
1: Mm-hmm. You have to have goals. Um, whether it's you know, you work for company ABC or company XYZ, just have a goal. Don't think about um the company. And obviously things happen, you have to pivot, right? Like none of us expected a pandemic. Um, sometimes you get married, sometimes you have children that that kind of change your goals, but um you know, at the end of the day, when your kids are grown or, you know, if you get divorced or things like that, you know, you have to look out for yourself. Um, and if the company's not a fit for you, it's just as bad for the company for you to stick around, uh, than it is for yourself. Like you said, with the toxic, cause the company needs somebody who's giving a hundred percent, um, and who's focused and not negative because that negative energy. And there's days that I am totally negative, especially in COVID cause I'm used to being out and running around. Um, you know, have a quick five minute cry session and keep moving. <laughs>
0: so, yeah. yeah, I think that's brilliant. Well, Ashley, it has been an absolute pleasure as always. So lovely to catch up with you. It's been way too long. The next it time not be three years down the road. No. So, I can't wait to see you hopefully in person soon and just keep on being a badass. Awesome. Showing well, thanks, how thanks how for having me. Well, thank you.